from the basement of Rubies on Summit, this is the Pros from Dover. A soccer podcast starring a couple of Nord expats proving once and for all that even though you've got cheap microphones and a pretty decent laptop, along with too much free time at a Coda Pass or two, podcasting may still not be for everyone. Hashtag your tweets with hashtag finest kind to join the conversation and bring back the bullpen car. Bananarama, Alabama, Hannah, Montana, Bandana Bandits, Extravaganza within Indiana. When Eric Vanna and Vanna had Fanny Packs in Savannah and had a fabulous nap in pajamas at the veranda. Banana, doo doo, bananas. I'm loving them. I'm sure Kapoor and Stefani both back me. Best flavor of runts and Laffy Taffy. Don't at me. All my fan from Santa Ana all the way to Atlanta. We're gonna quote Ralph Wiggum and go, go, banana. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake yeah. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes Oh, we've got banana cake full Oh my god, ladies and gentlemen, it's an episode of The Pros from Dover My name is Matt, and that is Jim Hey Matt, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good uh, Power's back on Yes At least it has been for <laughs> a week yes. Um It was a miserable day and a half of my life Right there, that uh, I would like compensation from American Electric Power. Yes, I would like it as well. Yes, um, it was, it was I, horrible. I did feel like, and we'll get into um, the game here in just a second, but but we'll we'll continue the Marin for a minute. Right. Um, <laughs> the uh, American Electric Power meter probably should have been retired at least for last Saturday's match. I think so. Yeah, that, yeah. that was a bit... Well, they backed out of the pride... Parade. Yeah, which yeah. they should have because yeah. they were just gonna get booed. <laughs> I know. Right? Oh, yes. I mean, yes. I mean, they could. They, they could have literally walked into somewhere with a basket full of kittens and said, "We rescued these from a wood chipper," and people would still be like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Uh, AP gonna AP. Yep, um, yep, yep. Welcome into the show. My name is Matt. That is Jim. And uh, let's talk about this one-one draw first. I mean, there's a bunch of a bunch there's of a news. lot of stuff to talk it's a about. A bunch yeah. of news. We got we got a brand new uh, brand new striker. Yes, shiny uh, new shiny new toy. Shiny new number nine. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm very excited to talk about this. Um, we'll talk about that after we kind of recap the Charlotte match a little bit. Uh, new TV deal yeah. that we're going to talk about for the league, which. Um, Makes me feel, um, as I point to my emotion chart, queasy. I know, um, yeah, yeah. Queasy is is kind of where I go there on the emotion chart, and uh, Ryan Gears here. So yeah, uh, every once in a while, you're just going to hear Ryan say something about uh, well, news radio. Uh, or <laughs> Jepson's Malort, uh, or uh, Billy Bragg. Or so. another another thing that we should probably touch on just a little bit is um, because the, the the host cities for the twenty yeah the, the host cities did yeah, come out so yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that as well that'll that'll be a lot of stuff that we need to get to before we preview uh, next week's match or excuse me Saturday's match in Salt Lake City um, Salt Lake City yes uh, <laughs> nice airport yeah. Yeah, um, I actually really like Salt Lake City. I've been to Salt Lake City yeah. before on the Mormon Suckers and Goats tour, mm-hmm. uh, almost 13 years ago. So we'll we'll talk a bit about that. But let's get into the uh, the crew match that here, real Charlotte quick. game. Yeah, yeah. Hol- I, holy hell! I mean, hell. okay. Um, just to get it out of the way, I guess we had like nine players out for injury. We did, which you know, strangely. I didn't notice that much. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I don't know. It's like we've not been playing Zell Orion so much that, like, I forget that he's 
Well, Zelloran's um, still out for another another couple weeks. I, yeah. I, I think it actually might be, um, it might line up, and I'd have to go back and look at the injury report, it might line up that both him and uh, Tucho um, start in Chicago. Yes. Because that's the first match that he's eligible for. Right. And Zelloran may be uh, okay at that point, which, Jesus Christ, uh, a $10 million player... And um, basically, our best player up until this point, Asterix, yeah. uh, starting on the goddamn surface of the moon in Soldier Field. I know. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Santos, Santos didn't play. Mensa didn't play. Um, I, I can't remember who. Um, and even though he was, even though he was on the field, um, Barry didn't play. Mm. <laughs> Barry was strangely absent. Um, <laughs> Yes. This is this is uh, Hurtado scores a goal that essentially probably should have been an own goal. Yeah, it was, uh, it was I mean, a garbage it was, it was goal, a, but it, it was a fluke goal. It still counts. It still I'll, counts, I'll take yeah. it. Shineski? Um, uh, I don't. Shineski? Shine, yes. China not going to play here. Um, he uh, retaliates uh, at the beginning of the second half, um, scores a goal. I want to talk about and and this is this is upsetting because I've been looking for and and it, I did not have enough time today to actually pull up the full game replay, but um, shortly after that goal, um, one of the Columbus players was hauled down from behind. Yeah, um, last man in scoring opportunity. There were there were some questionable. Um questionable refereeing decisions. There were a lot of questionable <laughs> well, refereeing decisions in this game, and I don't want to lay this at the feet of the referees no, no, because no, no. we should have... This is a team that does not play... I mean, like, has not played super well, well this year, uh, and and we should have come out and played better. Well, and and so this is why I'm, I'm more than willing to forgive the, the, the bad refereeing is because... The the play on the field by the two teams was just horrible. No, it was not a good I mean, game. It, it was, was not a, a good game either way. Yeah, I mean, the, so the game had two redeeming features. Yeah, um, one of which was it's probably the nicest weather for a crew home game oh, in live, in living memory. It was a sellout. I know that was great. Yeah, it know? was it was like seventy five, mm-hmm. and there wasn't. You know, it didn't rain. There weren't thunderstorms. There weren't like plagues of frogs or locusts or what do we normally get at home? Yeah, you know, exactly. And, any of that. Yeah. And then the, beauti- the river stopped boiling. It was great. It was, it was really <laughs> yes. nice. Yeah. And the and the beautiful tifo at the beginning was and at the half. Yeah, yeah. And at yeah. the half, I, 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 they, they, um, the the Nordica tifo tifo group. Tifu group. Tifu group. <laughs> uh, the Nordeca Tifu group. Tifo group. Jesus, now you're making me just think that way. Um, uh, I gotta give it. I gotta give him props for that. Oh it gosh, was, yes. it was the the Tifo at the beginning was absolutely amazing, and then to do the second, the Juneteenth uh, Tifo yeah. at the half was um, was also fantastic. Oh. They they looked amazing. Um, they conveyed an awesome message. Yeah. No matter yeah. what one weird Blue Jackets fan says about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, another another plus for me. Well, you know, one of the pluses for me is I made a really nice rotato before the game, and Dave brought over a Rioja, and we enjoyed nice. that. Nice. Um, but the other thing is something that we never do, or had heretofore not done since we went to the new stadium, is we walked around the stadium at halftime. Yeah. And I ran into. 
an old friend, uh, a guy named Sunderman Ken. Yeah. You know? Do you know Ken? Um, I don't think I do. Okay, really, really wonderful guy. He's a veterinarian. Uh-huh. Uh, he was inspired to become a vet because of the All Creatures Great and Small series of books. Oh, neat. Okay. Yeah, and so he, he has a vet business downtown, and he does, you know, he, 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 he will work on your horses and sheep in addition to your cats and your dogs. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway, that, so it was, uh, other than the game, the play on the field. <laughs> yeah, it was a suboptimal game. Um, I mean, I'm happy that we got away with the point. Yeah. I do want to talk a little bit about the pregame. So I um, worked a beer fest at Whistling Keg mm-hmm. uh, before the game um, okay. from noon to four. Um, and then we, like, the group I went with just kind of posted up at Whistling Keg. Sure. Which, which we really haven't done. We usually char bar it beforehand. Yeah. Or, or we go somewhere a little bit further away from the big crowds um, until right when right when it's time to walk to the match and, and that sort of stuff. And it was very interesting to, to kind of look at um, all of that because I haven't necessarily experienced the whole, like, plaza thing and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. The weirdest thing to me, and the coolest thing was that, um, so there were a couple of guys, this was like right when the um, beer fest was starting for Whistling Keg, and there were, there were a, a small group of people at this point, like, mm-hmm. like patronizing the beer fest, and it ended up getting more, more and more crowded as it got closer to, um, yeah, of you know, match time. Yeah, um, There was a guy that was, it looked like he was vlogging. So he was he was he had a camera and he was like like in Nationwide Plaza and he was kind of doing like and he had a Charlotte jersey on and it, it seemed like he was he was doing like kind of a oh hey we're at the Columbus match blah 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 um, and he they were just kind of wandering around the the plaza for a little bit and I I was like hey dude and and he was like he kind of looked up and I was like you you're welcome to come in this bar like <laughs> you guys are fine like and he was yeah. like. Oh really? And yes, really. <laughs> it it didn't hit me until right about then that, uh, and I asked him when we got in. I'm like, "Are we your third furthest rival?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Oh yeah," because it's Atlanta, DC, and then us. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you've got you've got Atlanta. And in DC, and I'm not sure which one of those are closer, but but it's it's back where I mean they're not close, you know, no. like like proximity wise they're not close. But we're about seven hours away from them. Yeah, I mean, what about Nashville? Nashville's way further west. I guess it, yeah, because it's Central Time and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's yeah. way further west, and that and we were talking about that, and it might be we might be splitting the baby there. You yeah, know what I mean? Nashville yeah. might, but but they don't play Nashville all the time. By the mutiny, the Tampa Bay mutiny. Oh yeah, oh, that's right. That's yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Too, <laughs> too soon, Ryan. Too soon. Um, but yeah, so it was one of those things where I was like, oh yeah, well, I I, I should just expect more Charlotte people to be showing up because, and, and honestly, I would say that we. You know, it might be a fifty-fifty between us and Cincinnati as well, because um, you yeah. got to go a little bit further north for us, but a little, a little bit, bit further, further west, west for Cincinnati, yeah. a lot further west for Nashville, but Nashville is much further south. Oh. So yeah. I, I haven't, I didn't actually look this up, but it was one of those kind of back of the envelope math sort of things. Yeah, right, we, right. We were talking to these guys, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're we're you know we you know we've got a big group coming up," and there was there was a large group. 
um, of Charlotte fans. The weird thing is, is I don't think they ask for a ticket, conti- like a like yeah, a ticket allocation. S- did you tweet? This I or- did. Yes. Yeah, somebody. They, were, they some- were smattered all over the yeah, stadium, I, I, and I, I was just like, I was just like, like you, you guys know you can request an allocation and like all sit together and hang out. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. Yeah. Um, I. I mean, I. I remember seeing people. There in- was the. Friggin' weirdo wearing a Millwall jersey hanging out with all of them, which I, I didn't understand at all. That, like, you're just going to get that. Powder blue Millwall jersey. Yes. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I did see some people in the stadium with, with Charlotte jerseys. I just didn't think about it that yeah. much. Um, well, so the, everybody that I saw, so I was in, I was not in my normal seats. Oh, um, yeah, where were you? Uh, I was down in the southwest corner of the stadium. Um, so... Uh, I was in, we had tickets in row seven section, I can't remember off the top of my head, but, but it was basically before you got to the, the club seats, yeah. um, we were in this like corner, um, mm-hmm. because my boss had asked for our seats for that game. And then I got the corporate seats from work. Um, okay. uh, which, you know, was just, it was, it, it was what it was. It yes. was fine. Like, yes. I, st- I didn't have to pay for pay extra for tickets, and we got I, and we I got to sit yeah. in a different different part of the stadium. Yeah, um, I, I you know I could go on a long long diatribe about how um, there's basically no ushering, and it, it seems like to me I don't mm-hmm. know because you know I've had the same seat since the stadium opened. Yeah, um, it seems to me like people just don't know where to go, and there's no and it's like. It's nice that there are new fans every game. It yeah. seems like, why do they all have to sit in my section? <laughs> <laughs> Get off my lawn, you youths! I mean, kind of. <laughs> anyway. So that's my thoughts on the Charlotte game. I, um, I just, it just wasn't much of a game. No, I mean, it was two, a big... two goalkeeping errors. Yeah. Um, generally lethargic, poor play. The, the word that I used to describe the crew's offense was inert. Yeah. I mean, and it's just really very, it was a very inert game. And it, it I didn't feel like Charlotte were better than us. Mm-hmm. I just thought that they were equally bad. Yeah. Yeah, which is why. <laughs> and I they, and they had, time. I guess, both their DPs were out. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> It is what it is. Um, let's take a break, and then let's talk about this massive signing that we have. Yes, All yes. right. We'll be back in a second. It's the pros from Dover. Stick around. And we're back, everybody. It is segment two of the pros from Dover. That is Jim. My name is Matt. So. Yeah. Big so signing. Big signing. Um, so I want to, I want to, yeah, we, we need to get into this. Cucho Hernandez, um, $10 million deal, Yep. Uh, from what we're hearing, signed from Watford. Yes, 23 years old. Yeah. Colombian. 23 years old and on the young end of 23 yeah, years he old. Just, he, he just, just turned. He was, his birthday's in April. Yeah. He is, he is a baby. Yes. He is, he is a, he's a wee little baby. Yes. Um, and, and so we signed him from Watford. Um, yes. You can kind of tell that this might be a good signing by how butthurt Watford supporters are on Twitter. Jesus, they are so upset. Yeah. And, and, and they keep pretending they're not upset, but like, okay, then don't talk. Well, and, and so like <laughs> part of it, I, uh, I get part of it in that Watford were in the Premier League. They, they see MLS... Rightly or not, they see MLS as as an inferior league. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I mean, it is. It is. Yeah, to the Premier League, it is. <laughs> it yeah. is. I mean, it's, let's it's, just... that's not that's not a controversial statement. No. Yeah. Um, but the 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 thing is, they they're like, why would he do this sort of thing? Like, why would he go to a retirement league? And that belies an ignorance of what MLS has turned into over the last half dozen years or so, especially given. Uh, the quality of play that mm-hmm. some of the Atlanta signings have been, yeah. like, things like that. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, like we talked a little bit before we were, we started recording. So here, the deal with with the deal with Cucho is last season at Watford in 24 matches he scored five goals. Yeah. And the problem with that is that 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 doesn't give you enough information. It's like if he'd scored. 12 goals. Um, he has scored from 2017 to 2022. He's appeared in 25 matches and scored five goals. I don't know if they were all last season. That was all last season. Was it? Okay. Or 24. 24 of the 25 okay. were last cool, cool, season. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's like if he'd scored like one goal in 24 appearances, then we could say, well, maybe this isn't the greatest signing. If he'd scored like 12 or 15 goals, we'd say, oh, he's going to light it up. Yeah, it's the best best signing ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but this five is, goals this is middling. Is, yeah. Yeah, five goals, you could go either way. It's, it's, this is, this is the problem with, um, I think, the European mentality towards MLS when it comes to, uh, your casual fan, your, your, uh, you know, your, your Saturday afternoon Watford supporter. Yeah. Um, is that, MLS is a retirement league. If you were looking at Miami or Los Angeles, yeah, MLS is no longer a retirement league in the vast majority of the rest of the of, of the league system. Yeah, um, we are signing much younger players. We are signing much more talented players. Just as a league, we are. Yeah, um, in in. We are winning competitions, and I, I hate to give Seattle credit, but we are we are winning continental competitions now. You know, teams from well, MLS are. Yes. Well, at every single crew game, yeah. when we just shit the bed, mm-hmm. Dave will at some point turn to me and say, this is the same team that beat Cruz Azul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole thing, is that you've got this, um, and it is, it is a, it is a, unfortunately, a mentality that is being perpetuated by the likes of David Beckham and the likes of the, the Los Angeles clubs and, and that sort of stuff that, yeah, yeah we're just going to sign, we're going to sign these guys that are at the, at the twilight of their career so we can sell a shit ton of jerseys and we can make money. Yeah. And... Okay, they're yeah. well within their rights to do that. Um, crew, this is a very interesting signing for me because I didn't think we would go this big. This is no, a record, I didn't either. This is a record transfer fee for the club. Yeah. Um, which I didn't think the Haslams were going to dig that deep in their piggy bank. No, I really like, didn't either. And um, I mean, I'm, I, I am cautiously pleased. Yeah. Shall we say? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think that this guy can be a difference maker in the club. Um, he he has to be. I mean, this is this is the thing. Not not that he can be. It's that he has to be a difference maker in this club because we are on fire right now. Um, we are we are middle of the table, if not low table at this point. I, I honestly yeah, we're in the bottom at, half. Yeah, 
the bottom half. We're not we're not wooden spoon territory, no, or, but or anything like that. But um, we, <clears throat> looking at it right now, we are sitting at eleventh. Uh, yeah, eleventh in the table, um, which is only is literally three points out of playoff range. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's the nice point is that it's not. You know, we're not. It's not an insurmountable uh, sort of thing. We are only twenty points out of first place. There you go. Um, So here's so here's my question: If this guy doesn't pan out, is it on him or is it on Porter? It's a very good question. I think it's on Bezbachenko. Well, yeah, but Bezbachenko doesn't whatever we call tactics in this team yeah um i don't i don't know what the hell's going on we're we're we are all in on porter that's the problem yeah we are we're not firing porter we're not getting rid of porter at least not this year we might we might next year we might in the off season but we're not if i know if we were going to it would have already happened so you stick with the horse that that got you here Mm -hmm. um because it's not like we get to vote, you know, <laughs> which I'm kind of glad about because then then there would be there would be a coach every other month or every other month, right? Um, but Porter's in. Porter's the guy. Hopefully, Porter just needs uh, players that fit better into his system because we had Jossie Zardes, yeah. Um, and we don't have Jossie Zardes anymore. <laughs> yes, I'm aware. <laughs> um, and I hope that this guy is better than Jossie Zardes. Because Jossie Zardes is a damn good football player. Yeah, he's, 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 he's better than Hurtado and he's better than Barry. Yeah. Um, I, and I don't think Miguel Barry's a bad player. I, 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 I know that I know that I don't think that he is. I don't think he's necessarily ready for prime time at this point. But I think that he is he is a quality role player. He he had a decent season last season. He did. And I think that that gave people um, unreasonable optimism that he would improve with more play. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, it would not be... It would not be a pro over podcast if I were to not bring up the Zellerian issue when it comes to Hernandez. Yeah. And that is, I don't see Zellerian as being that much of a provider, like a playmaker kind of guy. He's a talented guy. He's got a great shot, great free kick taker. I, I, I will be very interested to see how he links up with this new signing. Yeah, I mean, very much so. Um, it could be, it could be fantastic. I mean, you know, one of the problems, one of the problems with Zella Ryan is that he's so clearly heretofore the guy. Yeah, that player, other teams will double and triple team him <clears throat> because they know that there's really nobody else. That the exact <laughs> same thing that people did with Pipa is the exact same thing people did with Guillermo. Or, yeah. or with Michael Jordan or yes. whoever, yeah. you know, and that's the thing. And so it, this could be a blessing simply because it might make Zellerian a better player because he's not going to be the sole focus of the other team. Yeah. 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 I don't know. We'll see. So you say yeah. Chicago is probably the first? Chicago is the first because the transfer window uh, opens on the 7th. 
Um, he cannot play for us before that. Yeah, um, he can. He can train with the team. He can do all that sort of stuff, but he cannot actually uh, play for the team until after the transfer window opens. Yeah, he will. St- <clears throat> I I would put money on him starting in Chicago. Sure, because they need they need players. They need players, and they need effective players. And from what we've been told, he is both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So before we talk about um, the other thing we're going to talk about this segment, I do want to go into this. This is it's very interesting to me. So I want to talk about goal differential for a second. In yeah, because we're like plus one or something. We are plus one. <laughs> yeah. Other teams that are plus one, New England, Montreal, uh, who are fifth and sixth in the division. Yeah. Um, Atlanta is plus two. And then, other than that, Philadelphia and New York are plus Red Bull are plus nine, and NYCFC is plus fifteen. Everybody else is negative, including Orlando City, who is yeah. number four in the division. Yeah, the, the, we've had a weird season. Yeah, I, I mean, think this is this has just been a weird season, man. I, I'm not even saying it's just us. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a season in which. It's difficult to tell yep. who the really good teams are. Yep. We also have um, one to two games in hand on almost the rest of the table. Yeah. So that's that's helpful, yep. especially going down this stretch, mm-hmm. going into these you know last couple games before you know before the transfer window opens. Right. Um, right. From what we've heard from um, at least in the rumor mill and that sort of stuff, this isn't the last signing. Um, yeah. This is the last player move, and my guess is is that they're going to continue to try to go big. Yeah, I mean, we do need. There, there, you know, it, it might be this might be a topic for another podcast, but I mean, there are several pretty big gaps in the. Uh, in they the squad. have to do something to justify these ticket prices. Oh yeah, they have to. Yeah, they have to, or else. I'm I'm not looking at renewing all four of my season tickets. I yeah. can tell you that much. Yeah, like, I, like it's it's if they're if they're going to continue to charge me this much, they better fucking win. Yeah, yeah. Like that's all I got to say <laughs> about that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So gonna, the TV know, deal. Yeah. So Apple TV next year. Yes. <sighs> I mean, I hate it. <coughs> Why do you hate it? Um, I I understand now. Here are the things that I think are good about it. I'll, I'll start with that. Okay. Um, that season ticket holders get free access to it. Yes, I already um, I already do though because of my T-Mobile. Yes, but I'm saying I'm saying. Oh, it's not going to be the same. It's going to be a different no, charge. A different okay, charge. so Ryan, according to Ryan, it's going to be a different charge if you We're are already an Apple Apple TV subscriber. It's going to be like an add-on. Um, ah, okay. So, season ticket holders get it for free. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, no blackouts. No apparently. blackouts. Um, that's where my praise for it stops. Um, because every bar now that wants to show games has to buy Apple TV. 
Yeah, see, these are things that I don't consider. There's you no would, local, I don't. There's no local broadcast. There's no, um, you know, there's no option to, to um, I also, you know, we'll get into the local broadcast part of it, but the entire idea of growing the game, you don't grow the game, you don't grow more people paying attention to Major League Soccer by watching it in your living room. You don't. Yeah. You, you get it on, okay, so... Bar none, every other sport, uh, which you know they're talking about now, NFL Sunday Ticket possibly going to Apple TV. So I might be wrong, but yeah. but the NFL at this point has already built their audience. Major League Soccer does not have that audience at this point. But a lot of people that are watching Major League Soccer, or at least getting into Major League Soccer, or even are becoming aware in markets that Major League Soccer exists, are doing so because they happen to be somewhere and the game is on. Okay. Um, or that there's at least the option for that. Now, you're asking these bar owners to buy a new piece of equipment. You're asking these bar owners. A lot of bars do not have smart TVs. The vast majority of bars or restaurants I mean, or I, I, coffee houses. You, you would know more than I, I do. do. Yes, yeah, that's, that's I, like yeah. that's what that's my point. Is yeah, that, it's just uh, these things I just had not considered. The idea that you can grow your television audience by putting it behind a paywall does not make sense to me. Okay. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, they got billions of dollars for this. They got they got a huge amount of money, which I understand. Huge amount of money. Hey, the league's probably happy about that. The owners that paid into this Ponzi scheme are probably happy about that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, of course. Um, but I don't think it's good for the league overall to only have it on Apple TV or, or that sort of stuff. Unless Apple TV launches Apple TV Sports by, like, January. And... They have other sports besides just MLS. Well, um, there there is a there is yeah Friday night baseball games. There is a rumor that they're going to be getting um, NFL Sunday ticket. Okay, um, and my guess is is that they probably put in a bunch of bids for college networks and that sort of stuff because there is no reason that the Big Ten network should exist. Well, no. Yeah, no. it's 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 it doesn't make any sense. It is it is so narrow casted, and you could put something like that on an Apple TV network, and it would make way more sense. Yeah, I, this is so. Um, listeners might be aware of this. Anybody who actually knows me would be aware of this. Basically, my connection with Apple TV is essentially it's Ted Lasso. Yeah, and so I do know that. Apple, through Ted Lasso, signed this mark. They signed a couple of marketing agreements. Mm -hmm. uh, one with Nike, mm -hmm. and then one with the Premier League. Yeah. So, um, I mean, spoilers, but um, the fictional Richmond FC got promoted back into the Premier League at the end of last season of Ted Lasso. Mm -hmm. um, sorry if you weren't aware of that. So, it seems to me that this is part of like a multi multi-pronged way to get into sports in a bigger way across multiple platforms. Oh, of course, cuz yeah. it's Apple. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I get what they're trying to do. Um they're going to take uh Major League Soccer, 
um, they're going to call it something else, and then they're going to make it like fifteen percent more expensive. Um, yes. and then say Steve Jobs invented it. Yes, um, it'll be fine. Well, um, and 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 all the apps will be proprietary. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> the biggest thing is that I I as somebody who literally only owns one Apple product, and it's because it was given to me by work. Um, I kind of hope that I can watch it on an Android. I don't know if I can. I don't know. Yeah, I could probably watch it on my laptop. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah, but I'm not going to watch... This is the problem, is that I will I will go out of my way to set it up so I can watch the game at a bar. Um, and if that means that I have to convince some bar owner to pay Apple TV for that sort of rights, I will, because I don't want to watch games at home. I just don't. Like, that's... Soccer to me is not a... Like, it is a social thing. And that yeah. is that is it is upsetting to me that it is it is taking that away in a lot of aspects that because that is something that is um, that's how I got into the sport that's how I uh, continue to follow the sport and it might make me you know okay I'm a little curmudgeon-y when it comes to that and I should probably get with the program whatever but like fuck your corporate synergy like yeah. I I, I I like my, I like my sports organic. I like my sports where I could pop into a bar. Yes, I could pop into wherever, and and it's on, or it can be on. Might still have uh, some rights for some matches, though. Like, like they've had. Well, no, and and ESPN's possibly going to have some rights, and Fox Soccer's possibly going to have some, or Fox Sports, excuse me, is possibly going to have some rights. There there are networks that may have simulcasts and things like that. The other thing that is upsetting about this is that we are going to lose our local broadcast crew. Oh, I see. I don't see that as a downside at all. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just don't. Well, but I'll, but I'll I'll tell you the last the last sporting event I watched in a bar was last year's MLS Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I, I think that it is um, it's unfortunate because the I don't like the NFL model of just rotating rotating faceless announcers that nobody cares about. I just think that that the the broadcast announcers we have are terrible. Mm. <laughs> Disagree. Hard disagree, but... uh, That's fine. No. We're going to take it to break. Um, We will come back and... um, What's the next thing we're going to talk about? Uh, We're going to talk about the World Cup sites. Yes, that's it. Yes. Back in a minute. Pros from Dover. And we're back. It is segment three of the Pros from Dover. uh, Talking about uh, FIFA World Cup sites. So the World Cup coming to the U.S., Canada, and Mexico... In 2026, the um, final will be played on my birthday. Ooh, fancy for you! Yeah, yeah. Well, the finals always around my birthday. Like the yeah. final, the Not final this year. Well, yeah, <laughs> the final uh, when Spain when Spain beat the Netherlands. That was on my birthday as well. Yeah. I had the worst cold that day. It was terrible. Mm. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Everybody wanted to buy me a beer, and I'm like. Could you just buy me a Sprite? Poor baby. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyway. this is um, this is what we got as far as venues, and it's not really anything that we, you know, then then it's it's exactly kind of what I thought was going to happen, other than maybe one or two. I assumed that the Midwest would get at least one stadium. Yeah. We didn't get a yeah, yeah. Kansas City. Uh, yeah, I guess Kansas City is the Kansas Midwest. City is is the one that we got. Um, yeah. Which is 
disappointing, but look at the stadiums in the Midwest. Well, there are a lot, I mean, a lot of college football stadiums. A lot of college football stadiums that aren't big enough. I know. Or that are... Well, the fields aren't the big fields enough. The fields aren't big enough. That's, yeah. that's everybody talks about, and I'm going to get this out of the way because people keep talking about it, fucking demolish double-A deck and maybe you can get a FIFA World Cup bid. But yeah. but uh, the shoe is too small. Yes. It is, it is large enough seating-wise. It is too narrow... Oh yeah. Realize. Oh yeah. 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 And, and and they're not going to play on concrete, folks. And they're not going to jump over some seats. So it's not it's yes. not feasible. It um, is the irony I think is that for those of us in Columbus, possibly the closest um the closest venue is Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> No, it is. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're, you're right. So, MetLife Stadium in uh, New Jersey, uh, SoFi Stadium in L.A., AT&T Stadium in Dallas, uh, Levi's Stadium in San Francisco, Hard Rock Stadium, Miami, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Lumen in Seattle, NRG Stadium in Houston, Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, Arrowhead, Arrowhead in uh, uh, Kansas City. Is, I thought Arrowhead was turf. Um, I'm sure they're gonna. Yeah. Well, Gillette is also turf. Yeah, that's true. They're gonna. Yeah, Gillette I mean, was the other one. It was, it was in the, the Silver Dome, and they had real grass. That they brought in the Silver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So what? Okay. So what's the stadium in LA? Uh, SoFi, the new Ram Stadium. Okay. Yeah, it's it's the one they played the Super Bowl in last year. Oh. Um, yeah, okay. It's okay. that giant. I assumed the Rose Bowl would get it. But. So they they actually there's <laughs> the Rose Bowl was um yeah was in the bidding. But yeah. they they brought it to the brand new stadium, which I mean, fine. it's FIFA. That makes sense. Here's the thing: we don't have to we don't have to construct, you know, we don't have to construct 15 stadiums to pretend that we're a country that has team sports. Oh, it's I know, hard. I know. Um, I mean, an argument could be made that that we should host the World Cup every every. Well, year. I mean. We have we have the best infrastructure, sadly, and we have the best stadiums. We don't have the best infrastructure, well, but we do have the best stadiums. Yeah, um, we you know Japan has the best infrastructure. Well, you're probably right about that. Yeah. Or England, or you know, <laughs> no, England does not have the best infrastructure uh, compared to the United States. Probably yes, um, but compared to um, other European countries or some Asian countries, maybe no, and compared to. You know, um, an uninhabited island in Hawaii, definitely, yes. Um, yes. Yeah. You know, compared to Qatar, yeah. Well, you know, the not only, when when Qatar won that bid, not only did they, had they not built the stadia for the World Cup, most of the stadia were in cities that didn't yet exist. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I saw this video... The other day, a TIFO football video, and they're they're constructing tent cities to put people up, and they're also encouraging people to stay in other countries, like Oman yeah. or whatever, because yeah. that makes total sense. Because it's a bullshit World Cup. Yeah. And it's a country that shouldn't have hosted it. No. And, you know. Anyway. Um, so, um, the Mexican matches and the Canadian matches will be in Guadalajara, uh, Monterey, Mexico City, Toronto, and Vancouver. Yeah. All those 
completely makes sense to me. Um, BMO and BC Place are actually the the stadiums for both of those. BMO actually being just, I think, just big enough because it's about a forty thousand seat stadium. Is it now with the Argo? Because um, they the Argos play there. Oh yeah. So they did the the renovations on it where it's yes, actually yes, yes, yes. it's actually large enough. Which which is uh, I originally when I saw Toronto had pitched it, I thought maybe they had gone Sky Dome and that they were gonna like put a turf field down in the Sky Dome or whatever as yeah. far as that goes. No, they're they're doing it BMO, which hey, good for them. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so the cities that did not make it, uh, uh, DC, M um, and T Stadium. Uh, M&T Bank Stadium, uh, Orlando, Cincinnati, sorry, Nashville, Denver, and Edmonton. Uh, Montreal apparently did not submit a bit, which is interesting. Um, But I guess they don't have a, I mean, you you couldn't play it, I don't think you could play at Olympic Stadium at this point. You'd have to do a lot of renovations to that place, and um, Saputo is way too small. So that that actually, now that I think about it, makes sense. Edmonton would have been the only other choice. It would have been kind of cool to see a game in Edmonton, you know, see games in Edmonton, but I get it. I mean, it (laughs) it would be funny if, you know... A team played their group matches in Edmonton or someplace like that, and then they they play in the knockout round in Mexico City or something. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I, I mean, given the summer climates, are probably about the same in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, so like Orlando. Or, I remember Orlando hosted matches in '94. Yeah. And there was one particular match. I I want to say it was in Orlando, and it was. Germany versus Bolivia, and it was like just ridiculously hot. Just yeah. like, like, and it's only going to be worse this time. Well, or next if, time if, or if they're doing it in Mexico, that's that you know, Mexico is going to also be ridiculously hot. I know. Like, yeah, I think I think that it's yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> Which um, means that you're just going to be gasping for air, <laughs> <laughs> gasping for air while you're while you're boiling alive. Yes. Um, I, I do think that um, I, I do very much enjoy the fact that the uh, Cincinnati owners just immediately pivoted to well we're going to pitch for the uh, MLS uh, All Star Game. Um, okay, because Good for you. because we're we're a soccer city and we lost uh, the the soccer bid for the for the World Cup and it's like <sighs> Paul Brown Stadium is fine. Paul yeah. Brown Stadium is not. They they had a list of updates needed to be done Paul Brown Stadium to make it yeah you know, FIFA approved and they were just like nah we're good so yeah. I don't know why they still were were putting that you know putting that uh, hope out that they were gonna get they were gonna get the matches yeah I don't I mean I, the more I think about it the less I'm upset that they're uh, that this. I mean, I didn't expect Columbus to get. I mean, we just don't have a place. Well, we didn't. We didn't bid for it. Yeah, I mean, we so <laughs> we would have never gotten it. Because I know they well, wouldn't be like, oh, Columbus, hooray, twenty thousand seat stadium, sure. Why yeah, not? I mean, there was you know? no. I mean, there was no yeah, way we were that. Yeah, get it. Yeah, um, 
you know, Cleveland. I could you could make a case for Cleveland. Well, I wish I wish the um, Haslam's would have put a bid in. Yeah, because Cleveland, I think, could have been. Cleveland definitely has the infrastructure for it. Cleveland has a newish stadium that they could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been great. Yeah. That would have been absolutely great, and uh, it would have been really nice to see what you know, what Cleveland would do with that. You know but, what? You know, in an ideal world, Cleveland would have submitted a bid, would have gotten the bid, and we would have high-speed rail between Columbus and Cleveland. Well, yeah, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> I, I know. Um, I got nothing else. Um, I assume the finals gonna be in L.A. Yeah. I, I mean, one would assume. No, we're hosting the final. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully I'll get to go to that. It'd be nice. That'd be awesome. I'd rather go to Mexico City than L.A. Eh. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. Uh, I got nothing else, so do we want to wrap this up? I want to look at, I'm, I'm literally looking at where the where the final is real quick. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Um... They don't have it. I don't know that, that they actually. Uh, my guess is it's going to be in L.A. or New York. Um, it could be, it's could be Azteca. it could be Azteca, but it's not going to be. I mean, it's it's they would have they would have given Mexico more cities in it if they would have you know wanted to focus on them. I just I it could be. Um, but I don't think it's going to be. No, I I I remember reading somewhere when. When the three countries were given the the bid, yeah, that the final would be in 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 the U.S. Um, yeah. My assumption is that probably at least one of the semis will be in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. I, I would guess that that they would probably do maybe the semis in like Vancouver and and Azteca. And then they would do the final in L.A. Yeah. Because Vancouver has a much larger stadium than Toronto does. Yes. Um, and I think that that would actually, that would make the most sense, is both the semis in in um, Mexico and, and Canada. Right. And then go from there. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll see. We'll see <laughs> what happens. All right, Salt Lake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're playing Salt Lake on, on Sunday. Um, out of conference game. Am I mistaken, or is uh, 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 why am I blanking on the guy's name? Um, uh, uh, Justin Miram. Does he play for? He plays for Salt Lake, doesn't he? Is he still? Atlanta. Hmm. I mean, no, he's still playing. He he's retired, definitely still playing. He retired yeah. from international. He does. Yes, he oh, plays yeah, for Salt Lake. From, uh, Rocky play. Yeah, he does yes. play for Salt Lake. Yes, and Salt Lake number two. In the West right now, weirdly enough, also with a plus one goal differential. Yes. <laughs> in oh. a very similar, so they have twenty goals for, uh, and uh, nineteen goals against. Um, we have eighteen goals for, seventeen goals against. Okay. Yeah. So there's a U.S. Open Cup game later today. Uh, Los Angeles Galaxy versus the Sacramento Republic. Oh. Yes. And apparently there were UEFA Champions League matches. Um, Vikinger Reykjavik beat Lavadia Tallinn mm-hmm. uh, 6-1. Nice. Whatever. Let's get back <laughs> on track there. <laughs> yes. Um. I, I just, Vikinger Reykjavik. 
So I, I am very curious, especially after this signing is announced and, and hopefully it kind of hypes the players up a little bit and, and kind of gets them back into that, you know, mentality sure. of like, hey, there's going to be some support coming. I, I hope we I hope we perform well in Salt Lake. I don't think, especially with the goal production and the goals allowed with Salt Lake, that, that it is an insurmountable goal for us to at least pull out a tie. Um but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. We'll I see mean, what happens. I, I, um, I do want to say, um, for anybody who's listened this far, I should have plugged this earlier. We are actually doing a watch party uh, at my place of employment, Saucy Brew Works, on Saturday at 10 o'clock. So okay. if anybody wants to come out, they are welcome to do so. So I'll probably be in bed. You're old. <laughs> yes. I get it. All right. You got anything else? Uh, I got nothing other than do you want to talk about, uh, do you want to say anything about the logo and you want to say anything about the bump music? Because you usually do. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. No. Uh, thank you to Shaper the Dark Lord for uh, supplying our bump music. And uh, also thank you to Tim from Redtail Design for supplying our logo. Um, we are the pros from Dover. We will talk to you next week. The pros from Dover are Matt Goshert and Jim Bach. The show is presented by Grotesquely Swollen Jaw Productions. Follow us on Twitter at prosfromdover96. If you like the show, tell a friend or write a review. If you didn't, well, no one cares about your opinion anyway. Intro and outro music is Banana Cake by Schaefer the Dark Lord and is used with permission. Check him out at Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R, thedarklord.com. Questions, comments, or thoughts? Email the show at prosfromdover96 at gmail.com. Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes Oh, we've got banana cake, full on banana cake Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes Oops, I've got banana cake, full on banana cake Banana, nana, nana, nana